Uncommon Commons is a horror anthology podcast written and recorded by George Plank and Alex Vitale. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello. Lovely hat. Can I take your coat? Welcome to Guests of the Uncommon Commons, the show where listeners like you can send in their stories and we'll read them here on the air. Today's story comes from Jarrett Connolly and is called The Mime. Enjoy. Kathy always felt out of breath. She felt out of breath every time she arrived at her magazine job after walking three blocks from her apartment. Out of breath when she arrived back home. Out of breath after a long conversation. And whenever she encountered stress. She attributed it to childhood asthma that never quite went away. She was healthy and young, but that persistent problem still existed in her lungs. Today, Kathy was out of breath because she was angry. She spent weeks trying to get an interview with the owner of a new brewery in the city, which attracted high-profile and high-paying customers. She'd finally gotten a day and a time when the owner pulled out because he realized he wasn't going to get paid for the interview. The cheap bastard had enough money. The cheap bastard had enough money. Why did he want more to be featured in the city's most popular magazines? It frustrated Kathy, and she slammed her keyboard down in frustration before taking the rest of the day off. She walked down the street, her breath coming in huffs as she desperately tried to regulate her own anger at the situation. She had finally begun to breathe normally again after a minute, and then turned the corner to her street when she saw him. He was unmistakable in his appearance. The striped shirt, red suspenders, black pants, lipstick, eyeliner, white makeup caking his face, and a red piero on his head. It was a mime, all right. He appeared to be building a structure with invisible boxes, lost in his own world, seemingly though he exaggerated all of the movements he made, obnoxiously moving the boxes up and down till they were perfect. Goddamn performance artist, she mumbled. She hated how disruptive these people were. They would take up the city streets to make some kind of statement by doing annoying things, like setting up beds and sleeping, or tying themselves to light posts. She rolled her eyes and walked forward. She would walk past the mime without acknowledging him. He was likely some weirdo trying to make a buck for what he thinks is art or an internet prankster. She walked down the street and got close to the mime. He hadn't noticed her presence, then thud. Something hit her in the face and she took a step back. She grabbed her nose to feel for any blood or brokenness, but nothing. She looked forward and saw the mime staring at her. His eyes were a blank slate of emotion, but he was unblinking in his stare at her. He took an exaggerated step forward and then another. Kathy's breath caught in her throat and she felt a vice grip tighten around her lungs. Before she could communicate brain to body to get the hell out, he was in front of her. Out of her peripheral, she saw something and saw the mime's leg lash forward as if to kick. But he didn't kick her. His kick stopped midair. She heard something. It sounded as if it was a small scream, but it was muffled. Her mind began to race. Her rational mind told her it was probably from a block away, but she just ran into something that wasn't there, and now a mime is staring at her intently. He wasn't moving a muscle, but his blank eyes stared at her. She finally internally regulated her breathing enough to formulate words. Look, man, I just want to get home. Excuse- He held up a hand. His eyes flashed some discernible emotion. It looked like red-hot anger, but it went quickly back to emptiness. He held up another. It was the most standard mime routine. Kathy had seen enough of these weirdos to recognize that. She rolled her eyes and began to walk before... Thud. She smacked into nothingness again. This time she felt her nose begin to trickle a small amount of blood. What the hell? 
she asked herself before trying to move forward again, only to be met with an invisible wall. She turned around and saw the mime. He had his hands up again. Kathy huffed in annoyance and walked towards him with her finger pointed out. Listen here, you mother thud. She hit a wall again. She grunted in pain and fell back onto the other invisible wall. How is this possible? She thought. Out of the corner of her eyes, she saw him move to the side and put his hands up in the same motion and sped to the other side to do it again. Kathy shot up and ran to the sides and put her hands up on each one. It was just a wall that wasn't there. There wasn't even glass. There was just nothing. But it felt hard as stone. Kathy looked at the mime. He had his hands placed behind his back, and he just stared an empty stare back at her. He took an exaggerated step forward and placed his finger out. He made a tapping motion with it before retracting. The weight of the world came down on Kathy as she felt herself fall backwards a tremendous thump onto the ground. She shot her hands forward, but the invisible force kept her down. She slammed her fist against it and screamed. She felt the sound bounce off the invisible wall and reverberate in her ear. The mime took some exaggerated steps around her and lifted this invisible tomb up and placed it onto the sidewalk. She frantically looked around for someone to notice, but all the pedestrians she saw seemed to ignore her and the mime. Some had crossed the street to avoid him, similar to what she thought of doing before she ran into the boxes. They didn't notice the young woman screaming and fighting against an invisible structure. Oh my god. They can't see me, Kathy thought with a panic. She flailed around, but the walls kept her in. She felt incredibly out of breath and began to hyperventilate. The mime seemed to ignore her and went back to stacking boxes in an exaggerated and obnoxious fashion. Seeing this, a thought crossed her mind. The scream from earlier. There's others in the boxes. Help me! She screamed, her throat raw as her lungs gave in on her. She hyperventilated more and choked on her own breath. The last thing Kathy saw before darkness overtook her was the mime looking down on her. He could see her, though no one else could. His blank expression, now a contorted smile, and he gave her a small wave, and Kathy's eyes went dark. Wasn't that fun? If you want to be like Jarrett and have your story read on the show, please send it in to 0nullstreet at gmail.com. That's the number 0, N-U-L-L-S-T-R-E-E-T at gmail.com. If we like it, we might just read it on the show. Don't forget that our new actual play miniseries, Need to Escape, is starting now on our Patreon. For $1 a month, you get access to all of our bonus features, including Need to Escape, The Common Area, and the occasional bonus story. And at $5 a month, you can get shouted out right here at the end of every episode, just like Noel-san and our very own Rebecca Tewksbury. We hope you enjoyed your stay, and don't forget to sign the guest book on your way out. <laughs>